Did you know that it's projected that by 2025, the global e-learning market will reach 325 billion US dollars? Combined with that, 60% of internet users report that online courses are preferable to fit their lifestyle and schedules. And right now with everything that's going on in the world, so many people are interested in taking their knowledge and turning it into an online course. And that's what we're gonna talk about in today's show, so stick around. This is the Engage Video Marketing Podcast, helping you engage your ideal audience to action through online video. I'll be bringing you the absolute best in the world of video marketing, content creation, storytelling, and marketing strategy, as together we grow to dominate online video and build profitable businesses. I'm your host, Ben Amos. Now let's get on with the show. G'day and welcome back to the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. This is episode 138 and it's a solo show today because I guess this is going to be a bit of a mini masterclass in how you can start to design and plan out your first online video course. So if this is something that you've been thinking about but haven't yet taken action on, stick around because this episode is going to be super valuable for you. But before we get into that, I want to tell you about a little something that I've been working on lately. Now, as a direct result of the many conversations that I've been having with people in my business community, both here in Australia, but also globally through the Engage Video Marketing community. So many people are focused right now on using video and embracing video in different ways in their business. Because as we go through this crisis together, people are starting to recognize the importance of pivoting or changing or thinking about how they're engaging with their customers or through their business in different ways. And really right now, more than ever, businesses need to be embracing online video, but there's so much overwhelm out there. And I want to be able to come alongside and help you out in this time through some training. So what I've done is I've pulled together a special bundle of 10 high value video training courses that are either extracted from my Engage Video Marketing Academy or lessons that are taken from my online video strategy blueprint course. And combined with that, I've produced five brand new trainings specifically for what you need help with right now. So whether you're running your first live video or thinking about doing more webinars in your business or planning an online course, which we're gonna talk about today, or you wanna start getting better at making videos yourself with your smartphone, smartphone, then this special training bundle is going to be ideal for you. As I said, there are 10 high value trainings available as part of this bundle. And there are two ways that you can get access to this training right now at a very, very low rate. To learn more and check it out, I want you to head on over to engagevideomarketing.com slash SOS bundle. Engagevideomarketing.com slash SOS bundle. And what I'm gonna share with you today is an overview of the training that goes into much more detail within one of the trainings as part of this bundle, all about designing your first video course. So think of today's podcast as a bit of a teaser or an overview into something that you can dive deeper into when you get access to that training. Okay, so let's dive in. Okay, so the way I see it is there are three aspects that you need to consider in order to plan for and design and launch a successful video course. And these three things are audience, the content, and the marketing. And over the next few minutes, I'm going to break down each one of those for you further. First of all, let's start with the audience because it's important to really spend some time analyzing 
who the desired audience is or who the desired student is for your video course. And don't just make assumptions. Don't just base your decisions about the kind of content that you want to include in your video course based on uh, what you feel someone needs to know from you. You need to really spend some time seeking out both the pain that they're feeling that your course will help them overcome or the desired outcome that they want when they actually go through the course. And importantly, try and do this in a way that you can gather their language around it. So whether that's through conversations with people or engaging in in Facebook communities or spending some time speaking with people face-to-face, getting on phone calls with people who are potentially your ideal audience for this course. Really spend some time getting to know who your audience is. One way that I suggest you do this is where you can, try and find a way to engage with people one-to-one first. In other words, can you do some one-on-one coaching or can you consult with someone to help them implement your strategies or your techniques or whatever it is that you want to teach in the course? Can you do that in a one-to-one way or in a small group situation perhaps first so that you get that opportunity for direct feedback and you get to learn the language that they're using so that you can use that to better position your course for them. You also need to spend some time really understanding your audience's learning needs and the style of learning that they want to engage with. So how do they want to learn from you? Is video the best format anyway, or is perhaps a multimodal approach more suitable where you may combine video with audio, with some personal coaching, with some, maybe some downloads or some, some paperwork kind of stuff as well. So thinking about what are people going to actually need from you in order to get success with your program or with your course? Do they need some sort of accountability or handholding built into the to the course? Would it benefit from having a, a community group or a Facebook group that goes with your course so that people can learn from each other as well? What do you perceive as being the ideal time frame for someone to complete the course? And is does that align with your audience? So is it something that they'll want to engage with? Um, and will they feel that they even have the time to? What will motivate and support them to completion? Really get clear on what is your ideal audience going to need in order to be motivated to complete your course? And and then consider what else do they need to succeed? Depending on your course, maybe they need access to specific pieces of software or maybe they need to invest in certain equipment or gear. So you really need to get clear on what will it take for someone to have success with your course and do that before you even decide on exactly what your course is going to contain. So then the next step is working out what your course is going to contain or your content of your course. And when you think about designing the content of your course, it's all about really understanding that video courses or online learning requires a different approach than face-to-face or or one-on-one learning type experiences. So you need to recognize that the screen engages a learner differently to a classroom or a personal experience. Typically, you want to allow for shorter attention spans and distractions because someone engaging with your course content is potentially doing that at home uh, or on their smart device, or maybe they're in the middle of cooking dinner when they're watching your content or being harassed by children who are being homeschooled right now and things like that. So I usually recommend that you want to plan your content out into chunks of no more than 15 to 20 minutes per video at the maximum. And if it's something that takes longer to teach, then break it down into different lessons and modules 
within your course content. You need to recognize that learning is more than just a transfer of information. It's not just about how can I get all this knowledge from my head into your head. If you just transferred that information from me to you, for example, would that mean that they can actually have success or do they need to uh, be provided with some additional frameworks in order to apply and implement what it is that you're teaching. So all of that needs to be planned for here in your content. When it comes to designing your actual curriculum, one way that I like to do this is what I call the post-it note method. And I got this from, from Pat Flynn. It's the way that he writes a business book, basically. So the post-it note method is the idea that you take a whole bunch of post-it notes and you, you do this physically, although you can do it using digital tools as well. Um, but you take a whole bunch of post-it notes and you think about what it is that you want to teach and you just dump down your thoughts onto individual post-it notes. Just a couple of points on each note. Don't write things out in full because the idea here is you just want to get your potential things that you want to teach within this course dumped down onto pieces of paper and out of your head and just go nuts, like stick post-it notes everywhere. Because then the second stage is to actually go through each of those post-it notes, pick up one at a time and think about whether or not this is something that actually needs to be in your course. And if it's not, then you delete it or put it in another pile. Maybe it can form a larger course later or even a different companion course. Or if you're not going to delete them or throw them away, then you're going to actually start to collate them into different piles and think of these different piles kind of like the chapters of a book. And these will eventually become the modules within your course and the individual post-it notes will potentially become the lessons. And you can break this down in a number of different ways, but I really recommend doing this physically so that you can actually move things around and think critically about what you're doing. Because then the third step is to actually create some sort of structure to what you see. And what I, what I mean by structure is typically what works well in online learning is to actually design some sort of a framework because it's easier to teach content when it's wrapped up in a framework, whether that be five steps to so-and-so or whether it be a blueprint or a process or a method or a roadmap, something that allows people to really understand what it is as a bigger picture so that they can work through the smaller steps one by one. So you come up with your structure and you maybe create a framework from it based on this pile of post-it notes in front of you. And then what you've got is effectively your course outline. Okay, so then you can just move into the course creation process, really recognizing that you've thought through how you frame your content and how someone's potentially going to work through your content in that way. And once you've designed your curriculum in that way, the next step is to actually produce your video course, the actual pieces of video that are going to be in your lessons. And my mantra here is that done is better than perfect. So don't get too bogged down on production quality if you don't have the capabilities to produce high production quality videos within your course, particularly if it's your first course, then you can go with simpler options such as com combining a voiceover with slides that you can do on almost any computer, or you can do a DIY video production style using your smartphone, combining that with some, some slides in, in a simple edit. Or of course you can, if you have the means, uh, you can go more of the professional video production route, but there are multiple ways to actually, to actually do this. Next, you need to decide on what technology you're going to use as your learning management system or to host your course. The best way to do this is to start making a list of things that you must have in your technology and things that are 
nice to have. So when you've got these must haves and nice to haves list, it's basically giving you a checklist that you can refer back to when you're doing your research on potential technologies to use to host your course. The other thing you want to consider is will you host the course on your own domain? So using say your WordPress website or on your own website, or will you actually integrate it with a third party course hosting platform? My recommendation here is to use that third party course hosting platform because it allows you to have some separation between your main website, which is more for your, your marketing and for your SEO and things like that, and then actually host your course on that third-party course host because they're built for the purpose and your content's going to be more protected on there as well. You need to consider in deciding on the technology, how will you manage payments, enrollments and access for your students, creations of logins and passwords and all that sort of stuff, or resetting passwords. You also need to consider what is going to be the user experience for the learner. So I suggest when you're doing your research in different technologies here is to actually try and enroll in some courses that use those specific platforms that you're considering so that you can look at how they work and how they can be customized and get a sense from a learner's perspective of what it's like to learn through this particular platform. Consider here how the videos are hosted as well, whether or not um, the videos play nicely on uh, smart devices or on phones as well as on computers. Remembering that your students are not necessarily going to always be learning at their, at their desktop, for example, they possibly will want to be learning on the go. And does the course platform allow for some sort of assessment or quizzes or tracking students' progress, both from the back end as a course creator, it's important to be able to track how your students are moving through the course, but also maybe the, tracking the progress from the student's perspective so that they can see clearly where they're up to within the content. All of these decisions are going to help you decide on the right learning management system or course hosting platform for you. Now, there really are countless options when it comes to platforms that will host your online course. There are three that I recommend and there's one that I want to recommend to you over and above the others. I've used all three of these, these that I'm about to share with you for various things over the, over the years and all of these are great choices in my opinion. And these three are Kajabi, Teachable and Thinkific. Now, Teachable and Thinkific, I've had multiple courses on over the years and they work really, really well and are super user-friendly. Um, however, Kajabi, K-A-J-A-B-I, Kajabi is my recommendation right now and I'm in the process of moving all of my courses, all of my content into Kajabi. The reason why I've chosen that is Kajabi really is kind of, it's all in one. And from my experience as well, it is provides the best user experience for the actual learner. Like I said, that's an important factor to consider. All three of Kajabi, Teachable and Thinkific allow you to share videos, PDFs, audio, images and more in your courses. They all allow some sort of assessments or quizzes or progress tracking. They all have some sort of drag and drop landing page builder so that you don't have to be coding specific pages within your site, um, say to build your sales page, for example, or your subscriber page. All of them have levels of customizable branding and theming as well so that you can make it look like your school, for example. And they all integrate directly with different payment gateways, whether that be Stripe or PayPal or, or other options as well. 
So if you're interested in trying Kajabi for 30 days for free, like I said, Kajabi is the one that I recommend right now, um, then head on over to my partner link, which is engagevideomarketing.com slash Kajabi, K-A-J-A-B-I. And that'll actually give you a full month to try out Kajabi for free before you need to pay for anything. So effectively, you can get your course launched and monetize it, start getting money in with your course before you need to pay for anything with Kajabi with that month free. So check it out. So after you've got the content designed and created, the next step is marketing because having the best course in the world is no good if no one actually knows about it or enrolls in it. So I kind of think of this idea of Kevin Costner's field of dreams and remember the premise of if you build it, they will come. What I want to ask you is to think about with your course, if you build it, will they actually come? If you don't market it, they won't. So the first step in marketing is getting really clear about the messaging that you're wrapping around your course. So work out really clearly, how will you talk about the course, whether it be through social media or through email, but what words will you use to talk about the course? And like I said before, the benefit of knowing how your audience talks to themselves about the problem that they've, they're feeling, um, that your course helps them overcome, then where you can use the audience's language in your messaging here. You also want to, in your messaging, really focus on the benefits or the transformation that your course will enable in someone, not the features. There's nothing worse than just marketing a course purely based on the fact that it's got, um, you know, 30 videos and over seven hours of, of content and 200 downloadable templates or whatever it may be. People aren't buying the hour's worth of content. People are buying the transformation or how you're actually going to help them achieve what it is that they want to achieve. So make sure your messaging is wrapped around that idea there. Also in your messaging, you want to address and overcome objections. So think about why are people not potentially going to buy this course? What's stopping them? What's going through their head that potentially will be an objection that you can overcome in your messaging? And also think about where will you talk about the course and how often. So depending on whether your course is, is open for enrollment anytime, what we call an evergreen course, or it's an open and closed kind of a course where the enrollment window is only open for a period of time and then it closes down, um, you need to really think about what's your schedule going to be about when and how you talk about the course as well. The next thing in marketing is about monetization. And the big question is, well, what should you charge for your course? And the answer is, well, it depends. <laughs> Great answer, right? And it depends on the perceived value of the transformation that you're going to provide to your students. So how much do they value that? What differences are going to make in their life? And put a price tag on your course that aligns with that value. And of course, there are some other things to do with pricing psychology you can bring in here as well, which we won't go into in this podcast, but you need to think, well, first of all, is this a free course used for lead generation, for example, or is this a paid course? Is it a one-time investment or is it a subscription where people need to pay to have access on an ongoing basis? Are you going to wrap into the, the pricing structure some discounts or some bonuses? So 
I usually prefer the idea of adding bonuses rather than discounting your course, but a combination of those can work well as well. And also consider, are you potentially going to sell this course through affiliate partners where there will be some sort of affiliate commission in place as well, where they get a small amount of money when they refer someone into your course? Fairly standard affiliate arrangement there, but you need to plan for those commissions in the pricing of your course. Also, when you think about marketing your course, particularly for your first video course, I really want you to consider using some kind of beta testing process where you basically test the messaging and your framework, like the idea behind your course before you build it. A great way to do this is to maybe just run your first version of your course as a live webinar version where you can enroll a number of students at probably a discounted rate to what it will sell for properly and run it as a series of scheduled live webinars where you teach a group of students at the same time via a webinar and you are able to get feedback directly from them if there's something missing or if something wasn't as clear as what you thought it was in in the communication of the information. I really love this as an idea because then after you've done the live webinars, you can actually get a transcript of those webinars and that transcript can be the beginning of your scripts for your main video course as well. The other important factor of considering some kind of beta test is that those early students who enroll in that beta program and, and start to get success with your content or with what you're teaching them, they become your early case studies and success stories. They're the testimonials that are going to be on your landing page when you build it out and you're, you're getting ready to sell the course again. And finally, there's a whole strategy to consider around how you actually promote and launch your course as well. And ways to launch the course could involve doing a live launch. So using a series of live videos over the course of a few days, for example, or using webinars to launch, or a very popular way to launch courses is a, a series of videos that provide extra training that leads people into the program. Um, or you can use your email list. So you sequence out a series of emails that nurture them towards the idea of buying the course when the doors open. Uh, or maybe you can tap into partners and use partners or other connections and contacts that you have within your professional network to launch the course alongside you. And that's potentially where affiliate commissions might come in. Or of course, you could potentially use Facebook ads or any sort of ads platform as well. There are plenty of ways to promote and launch your course. So you need to make some decisions before you start planning out your course, really exactly how you plan to launch and promote your course as well. So as a summary, I've run you through those three stages of planning your first video course. And those stages were understanding your audience, designing your content and marketing and promotions. Really get clear on those three things. And if you want to go even deeper into each of those things, then I encourage you to jump in on my training that I mentioned at the start of this episode, which you can get over at engagevideomarketing.com slash SOS bundle. This is one training as part of a 10 video training bundle, which I'm excited to be releasing right now to help you guys get started the right way with all sorts of things to do with video for your business. And just to leave you here as we wrap up this episode is don't let imposter syndrome get in the way of you creating your video course that you've been thinking about. So many people have so much value that they can share. And if you think you can help just one person with your video course, then it's you kind of need to get it out there. It's, it's your responsibility to get it out there to help that one person and potentially countless more as well. Don't get stuck on the idea that who am I to teach this course or 
I don't know everything about this topic or I'm not an expert or a guru. So long as you're a few steps ahead of the people that you're intending to bring through the program, then you're going to provide value to those people. So now is the time to get out there and start planning your first video course. And I want to help you do that through my training or through the Engage Video Marketing Academy. So jump on over to engagevideomarketing.com slash SOS bundle and learn more about that right now. Thanks again, guys. I hope this episode has been useful and valuable to you. I'll be back with you next week with another interview episode of the Engage Video Marketing Podcast. Stay sane out there, stay safe, and I'll talk to you real soon.